And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this year, we're going to go drink at a bar. But not just any bar. We're going to drink at a bar for pilots. Ooh. But because... then we're going to get on the plane, and then we're not going to want to fly. I don't know, man. Those flyboys crack me up. <laughs> I tell you, I'm not a pilot. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I mean, I don't think I've ever been kicked out of a bar. I mean, I've been welcomed in bars, but um, I've never been never been kicked out of a bar. I, I don't think I've ever been kicked out of a bar. I mean, my college bar, we would stay, sometimes we would stay past bar close because we were, we were pretty good friends with the, the manager of the bar. Uh, so sometimes we would just help him clean up. But uh, yeah, I almost got kicked out of a bar once. But that was just a misunderstanding. Was it because you were trying to prank them? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. All right, guys. So this week we're going to be talking season six, episode 11, Fear of Flying. And I think we're almost about halfway through season six already. Yes, we are. Pretty Pretty damn close. And this is the last episode of 1994. Yeah. So this aired December 18th, 1994. So no no Christmas episode this year. Nope. We haven't got a Christmas episode, I think, since Santa's Little Helper. Am I correct? Uh, I believe you are correct. Yeah. I feel like The Simpsons should have done more Simpson episodes. Kind of like Halloween. Although the ideas for Halloween are more free-flowing. Like, you could come up with a lot more ideas. Whereas yeah. Christmas, how many? I mean, really, how many Christmas <laughs> episodes can you really do? Uh, well, so far, I think they've done like 20 or something. 25. We'll we'll have to see. Yeah. So, uh, recap this week. Uh, Homer receives free airline tickets and discovers Marge is afraid to fly. So she goes to therapy. And we're going to talk about this because, uh, I do. So was the, was Dr. Marvin Monroe's character dead now? Yes. At this point. I believe, I believe so. Okay. Cause that was the story. I was like, why didn't we get Dr. Marvin Monroe? Unless obviously they wanted to, to try something different. But I mean, Dr. Marvin Monroe was like the therapy, like the Springfield therapist. So yeah, I was kind of hoping to see him again, but if he was already gone at this point, yeah, then that's, but, that but was. there's two, there, there's one episode for sure that Marge flew and I th- believe there's probably a second episode, but we'll, well talk right, about well, that. Well, right now, Marge last flew, flew without incident, mind you, in Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. Correct. Now, did they, I don't remember the episode, but uh, when they go to visit Unky Herb, did they drive or did they fly? I think they drove because I think I remember they pulled up in the uh, Homer's pink uh, car. Okay. I couldn't remember if they, they drove or not in that one. So that's yep. uh, yeah. Mr. Lisa goes to Washington. I believe is the only episode so where they, f- they, they have flown so far. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I feel like that's well, well, I wanted to mention that later. Thank you, but I guess that's okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, kind of get into this little, in a little bit. Yeah. So uh, f- first off we got our, t- the long intro yep. <laughs> this week. Um, yeah, it was a shorter I was, episode. I was like, 
can I just fast forward through this? I'm like, God, I'm used to the episode just starting. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah but, this is this is one of the very few episodes where they actually have the long intro in like the later seasons. Yeah, so I I did watch the whole intro because I kind of wanted to see if there was anything different, anything yeah. new, and no, nothing new for the mm. long intro between um, the season one and now. So, <laughs> yeah, so nothing quite new. Yet. I think the only difference is the animation i think was a little bit better yeah uh but fun okay fun fact marge is still driving her sedan when she tries to run into homer in the garage interesting so not no station wagon yet and we're in season six so come on simpson animators uh (laughs) let's update your update your intros um so the chalkboard gag this week ralph won't quote unquote morph if you squeeze him hard enough uh, like Power Rangers? More? That's what my th- first thought was. But the like, Power what, Rangers what, what, what can you squeeze? That. Yeah. What can you squeeze that morphs? Um, I mean, there's Play-Doh. So, yeah, Play-Doh, Silly Putty. That's about that's about it. But, it's, I mean, okay, Ralph is pretty pudgy. So maybe yeah. Bart was trying to, like, morph him into a skinny guy. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what Bart that's was a, doing this week. Uh, when did the Power Ranger, that first Power Ranger movie come out? That was like 98, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know, but Power Rangers were out, I think, 94-ish. But I don't know what he would, I mean, you don't squeeze anything to more. I mean, no. that was, that wouldn't have had anything to do with it, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, I don't understand what Bart was trying to morph Ralph into or how he was going to get him to morph. No, I don't know. God, Bart, what what were you doing? <laughs> Tell me. We'll never know. Yep. So uh, the couch gag this week, we got the circus line couch gag again. Uh, How many times? Now, <laughs> now the sixth time they've used this couch gag. God. I mean, it is very popular. It is. Well, they also needed to stretch out the intro. A because lot. It's a short... I mean, holy shit. I like looked. This... The intro was with the TV was about a minute and a half. I mean, honestly, this has to be with the with the full intro and the couch gag. This had to have been one of the shortest Simpson episodes on TV, or a while. I mean, in a while at least. Um, yeah, yeah. This was probably a a much. I mean, we'll get we'll get into it. The back half of the episode seems to go by really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think front to back. I mean, it was pretty e- like beginning story, end story, end of the story. Yeah. Pretty fifty fifty, I think. Yeah. Um. So we start this episode out at Moe's, where we see Lenny, Carl, and Homer drinking, and Lenny asks Mo for uh, if he can change a five dollar, which is pretty standard if you go to a bar because you want change for tips. Yep. And although I can't imagine anybody at that bar tipping Mo. <laughs> um, but, and so, you know, Mo opens the cash register to change the five and, uh, I'm assuming it was a Cobra popped out yeah, and bit yeah. Mo over and over again. <laughs> so, uh, Mo's going to die or did they no, get a I venomous we, Cobra? Well, either they got a venomous Cobra or I think in the future we learned that Mo was a snake handler of some kind. Okay. Like that's his religion. Like he's, he's like, he's one of those Southern bell snake handlers. 
Yeah, it is kind of funny though. Like he gets bit, and then he just shoves the drawer back closed with the snake still. Yeah, inside. he didn't did, did, like chuck the snake out. Just like yeah. he's like, oh my god, shove the snake back in, so that way the next time I open the register, I get bitten again. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun the first time. Um, and so you know, and then Barney, Barney's also there. I forgot to mention that Barney asks Mo if he wants to smell the flower on his jacket. So he's got a little f- pin flower. Honestly, I thought I forgot the gag because I haven't seen this episode in a while. Obviously, the flower gag is you squirt him with water. Yep. Uh, yeah, Barney went the opposite direction and <laughs> lit, Mo's, uh, lit Mo on fire with a lighter. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, he was like, oh, man, you got me with my alcohol-soaked uh, apron. <laughs> well, I mean, when you bartend long enough, you wear the same clothes long enough, and you don't wash them. You become flammable. Yeah. I mean, you're still kind of flammable without all that, but, you know. Um, and so Mo decides that he needs coffee because now he's, like, worn out from all the pranks. And he's he asks Homer to pass him the sugar. And so Homer unscrews the top. Uh, Bart pulled the same prank against a millhouse in an episode as well yep. with salt. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, Mo or Homer passes the uh, sugar to, to Mo and Mo dumps it all the sugar out and everybody's angry and upset and Mo bans Homer from the bar for life. Yeah, which is obviously it? not true because eventually we Could see him at Mo's back. Again. I don't know. Did, what, did he go back the next episode? Well, I, I, I don't I remember think if he so. went back next episode. I think he did. I think he um, did. Um, but, but so my my question is: Do you do you have a prank that you've ever pulled that was really good that you like to tell the story? No, I wasn't a big prankster. I mean, I did the whole unscrew the salt bit mm. at a rest at a restaurant, mind you, not in like someone's uh, house. Um, yeah, I'm not a really big prank guy, so I yeah, guess I really haven't pulled anything. Me neither. But the funniest the funniest prank that I was actually a part of. Um, I have a friend from college who convinced another mutual friend of ours that he was from Canada and we all joined in on it. And so anytime she would ask, oh, is he from Canada? We're like, yeah, he's from Canada. You didn't know he's Canadian. We had her going for like six months. Yeah. I was like, and then when she found out, she was pissed. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Um, and so, um, Homer tells Mo that the bar is like a tavern to him. <laughs> but Mo, this bar is like a tavern to me. <laughs> okay. Um, and Mo obviously doesn't care. And he's like, I'm taking your character down from Mount Lushmore and I'm pulling your favorite song out of the jukebox. It's raining men. Yeah. Not no more. It ain't. <laughs> so Homer's favorite song is apparently it's raining men. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a great song. I I mean, I love how he just chucks it. Okay. He just so chucks the, it out the... Oh, yeah. So he takes it out the, the vinyl. Window? Was it out yeah. the window? Yeah, he chucks it out the window and straight into Smithers' car. Yep. Now, here's the funny thing. I mean, most, I mean, records are pretty hard to throw evenly, mind okay. you. Like, they are. I mean, they're, they'll, they'll wobble and go. But I don't like... That I can't tell if it went through uh, Smithers' like passenger side window. Yeah, I thought it went right through his windshield. Like, no, it, does it went through his car, window. Does Smithers' car just not have a uh, windshield? No, it went through <laughs> the passenger side window. 
Okay. <laughs> and then uh, and then Smithers looks at it and goes, ooh, it's raining men. So apparently Homer and Smithers share the same taste in music. Well, we all know why Smithers yeah. said it. He liked it. And so I love I love how Moe th- literally throws Homer out of the bar. Yep. And Homer laughs and he's like, Haha, the joke is on them. I'm still alive. Yep. So <laughs> so one thing well, I just wanted to mention, Homer's caricature on um, Mount Lushmore is reminiscent of a classic cover of the New Yorker magazine. Ah. And they were all up on Mount Lushmore. Lenny, Barney, Carl. The one guy. Yeah. I don't know if, the, I don't know if Jojo, McJojo, Joe <laughs> guy was up there. Yeah. So uh, so now um, Homer goes home and Bart t- uh, tells him to cheer up. And Homer's like, I can't. And Marge is like, well, what if you pretended that this couch were a bar? Then you could spend more nights at home with us. Huh? Homer's like, I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. And Lisa's like, look on the bright side, Dad. Did you know that the Chinese use the same word for crisis as they do for opportunity? Yes. Christitunity. Christitunity. I got to use that more often. Oh, my God. This is a Christitunity. I should have used that last night. When at work, because there was a crisis and it was an opportunity to use that word. Uh, nice. Um, and so Homer asks Bart, uh, where his wallet is? He's like, boy, where is my wallet? And Bart pulls it out of his, Bart pulls, pulls Homer's wallet out of his own pants. Yep. Here it is. <laughs> and Homer's <laughs> like, I've been wasting my life away at that dump for years. That's it. I'm going to find a new bar to drink in. And I'm going to get drunker than I've ever been in my entire life. God, that's a goal. Uh, yep. That is a goal. Homer went on a really nice bar crawl. Yeah. So the first bar he goes to uh, is a very super fancy, lush, I would say a <laughs> restaurant, not even a bar. Yeah, it was It was probably one of the fanciest shindigs in, uh, in uh, Springfield. I don't know, Springfield Country Club? I don't know. Yeah. And so I love how the Mater D is like, sir, I'm going to ask you to leave without making a fuss. And Homer's like, Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. I like that. That was fantastic. I like how that's the first bar he... I like that's how the... the that's the first bar he chose. I know. Well, and I love the fact that, like, every bar kind of gets, like, a step down in, like, seediness almost. Yeah. Yep. Because the next bar he goes to... Somehow he made his way to Boston, Massachusetts, because he made his way to the Cheers bar. Well, it's Cheers like bar. I don't know if they were allowed. No, no, to, no well, because all the actor, all the all the voice actors were the original actors okay. for those characters, except yep. for Frazier because he stays silent. Yeah. So although Kelsey Grandma has guest starred numerous <laughs> times as the voice of Sideshow Bob during the Cheers scene, Grammer's character does not speak. Maybe they didn't want to confuse their audience. <laughs> Why does Kelsey Grammer sound like Side Joe Bob? Exactly. Um, and so we get uh, the norm type going, Woody, give me a beer. And Woody goes, I think you've had enough, Mr. Peterson. My chiropractor <laughs> says I can't carry you home anymore. <laughs> norm, just give me another beer, you brain dead hick. I'll kill you. I'll kill all of you. And he like breaks a beer bottle. Okay. Now I never watched much of cheers. Like I'll caught it every once in a while when it was on or when our dad was watching reruns, never got into cheers. 
No. I thought Norm was a pretty nice guy. Yeah, I'm pretty maybe, sure he's like maybe the chill it was a type belligerent joke. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a joke because Norm is always calm and collected in the show. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and then they're like, and then they're like, they tell Norm to calm down because he's going to need his energy for karaoke, which yeah, gets Homer just... to scream and run away. And then, like when he, when he leaves, they play kind of the Cheers theme song a little bit. Yeah, my guess is just couldn't get the rights to it. Probably. So the next bar, Homer. Homer Although they did do the cheer, didn't they do the parody cheers? They did, but that's a parody. Yeah, but what was that? We've redone that yet, or is that later? We've done that was Flaming Mose. That was Flaming. That was Flaming Mose. Yeah, yeah, that's a parody song. Therefore, it's um, uh, it's protected under law under fair use. Yep. So then the next bar Homer goes to is the Shishi Lounge, and uh, you know Homer goes in, he looks around. And he goes, wait a minute. There's something bothering me about this place. I know. This lesbian bar doesn't have a fire exit. Enjoy your death trap, ladies. And a random woman goes, what was her problem? Um, I don't think you can mistake Homer for a woman. Well, I don't know. I think hey, don't don't uh, judge judge women how they look. I, I, I would assume I would assume that if a woman was bald they would possibly wear a wig i know there are a few there are obviously women out there with alopecia and they're like screw it i'm just gonna stay bald well yeah so that's fair but i feel like homer wouldn't be mistaken as a woman i do like uh, the progressiveness though of the scene showing homer going "Eh, i don't care if it's a lesbian bar they have alcohol Yep. No, no, no. Well, when he says, when he says, you know, something's bothering him about this place, I thought he was like, wait a minute. I'm in a lesbian bar. Yeah, but I'm Homer's not married. A lesbian. Yeah, but Homer's married, so why would he care? Yeah. No, that was just. That well, was it's, great. Fu- it's funny because when I was living in Madison uh, uh, and my friends were visiting, they're like, hey, Rob, we need to use a, a restroom. I'm like, okay. And we walked into the first bar that I saw, and it just happened to be a gay bar. I didn't even look around. I just needed to go go to the bathroom. And my friend's like, Rob, you just took us into a gay bar. And I'm like, and? Who cares? I had you know. to go pee. Like, get over it. And Homer. I love Homer. Homer's great. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's yeah, it was good. And I, mean, I think that bar needs to be shut down if it doesn't have a fire exit. Exactly. Well, that place seemed really crowded. It did, yeah. So now we get uh, a man who... Looks suspiciously like Homer entering mm-hmm. Moe's bar, and he has a mustache. He's wearing a suit, top hat. You know, yeah. looks all fancy like. And uh, he's like, "Greetings, good man. Might I trouble you for a drink?" By the <laughs> way, he does introduce himself as Guy Incognito. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And Moe's like, "Oh, get out of here, Homer. Homer." This is Homer. My name oh. is Guy Incognito. I didn't want to ruin it. You ruined it. <laughs> Stop ruining things. <laughs> I'm Homer. And, I gotta ruin things. Yeah, and Mo gets gets a rough up with Guy and throws him out. You know, just as Homer walks by, Homer's like, "Oh my God, <laughs> this man is my exact double." <gasps> that dog's got a puppy tail. Here, <laughs> puff. 
<laughs> Here, Puff. <laughs> so, by the way, Guy Incognito also is in the Simpsons movie. Is he? I haven't seen yeah. that movie in a very long time. Yeah, he's in the movie. Oh, that was great. I love it. Yeah. I love that everyone, obviously everyone thought Homer dressed up, yeah. you know, to drink at the bar. Because that's one of those things you get kicked out of the bar. You want to, you know. Oh, yeah. Dress up and see if you could fool the fool the bartender. I I've never done that before. <laughs> and you've never uh, you've never you, you never used a fake ID before, right? You never, no. you never went down never went down no. that road. No, never never needed a fake because I never really needed to go into a bar when I was under twenty one. No, I was I a good. Boy. I was I was a good boy and wait until I was twenty one to go into a bar. I mean, I went into a lot of bars, didn't drink. But I went into a lot of bars. I mean, okay, to be fair, yes, I did go into a few bars, but they were more restaurant establishments than oh. they were bars. So I could get in before, I think it was like 8 o'clock to eat. And if I was already in, they wouldn't kick me out. But Yeah, I love the fact that, that our arcade bar is 21 plus after like 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock or something. Oh, our my the arcade bars here in Wisconsin, so the two that are the one... Uh, it's the same company, so there's one in Appleton, one in Green Bay. It's 21 plus. They only allow kids in on the first Saturday of the month. Oh, really? Yeah, they do that a kinda, kids. That they do sucks. a kid, they, they do a kids day every uh, every Saturday, uh, uh, the first month of every Saturday. I mean, I I mean, I I think it's nice to allow kids in yeah. to get them into those games to get them, you know. I, as a parent in loving those games, I'd love to bring my kid to, to, but that's kind of sucks that it's limited yeah. like, like that. It's weird. Uh, I wouldn't do it, but you know, I don't run the business. Yep. And so now Homer goes to the, uh, last bar in Springfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hit them all hit every single, they didn't even do that classic, you know, black scene walking down the street with, the the bar signs. Oh yeah, I was kind of surprised. I was well, that's surprised. because that's because they took all that time to do the intro. I know, right? See, guys, you could have done the the couple classic things. Although yeah. they've done that in a few episodes so far, so maybe they thought it was over overused. Yeah, they've only done it like two times. Yep. And so Homer's like the last bar in Springfield. If they don't let me in here, I'm gonna have to quit drinking. And Homer's <laughs> liver's like, yay! And Homer's like, shut up, liver. And he punches himself in the liver and doubles over in pain. It's like, ow, my liver hurts. Oh, my God. That's uh, I love that. Because it's like, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, if you if you drink, I mean, we lived in Wisconsin. Well, I, I mean, I've lived in Wisconsin majority of my life. But growing up in Wisconsin, I mean, so many people drink that the joke is, you know, if you try to drink water, your liver is going to reject it. Really? Beer's like 90% water. <laughs> no, no, that you're thinking of bud products. No, no, no. Dude, I made beer. Like <laughs> beer is literally 90% water. Yeah, but there's alcohol in it, so it's well, still going to yes. ruin your liver. Yes, absolutely. Uh so inside inside the the air, uh airport bar, uh the bartender's like, "Uh Are you sorry. not going to name the airport bar?" Oh, I didn't. Did I say no. he was go Oh, I didn't. So he's going into the little black box. <laughs> It's a clever name for an airport bar. Yeah, that's a great name. Uh, say that. So in the little black box, uh, Homer, uh, the bartender's like, uh, sorry, you got to be a pilot <laughs> to drink in here. And Homer's like, uh, but I am a pilot. Where's your uniform? 
uh, I stowed it away, sewed it safely in the overhead compartment. <laughs> well, you talk, well, you talk the talk. Here's a loner. <laughs> That's good. Hey, Homer, Homer knows what an overhead compartment is. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then as Homer's putting on the uniform, a guy comes in. He's like, um, we have, we need a pilot. Who wants to fly to the Windy City? And then all the parts like, ah, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the Windy City. He's like, ah, conditions are going to be a little bit windy. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, uh, I'm, I'm assuming the flight was to Chicago. Yes, yes. The uh, Windy City is the nickname for Chicago, and it is very windy. So yes. fun, fun fact for you guys, <laughs> because of how windy the Windy City is, if you ever go to the top of the Sears Tower, you could actually feel the the building wave. With yeah. the wind because of how it was constructed. Yeah. So fun fact for you guys, if you ever go to the Windy City. Um, so the guy, you know, asks Homer, you know, if he's like, <laughs> comes up because Homer was still standing. Yeah. Homer had no clue what was going on. He's yeah. like, you're not impersonating a pilot just so you could drink here. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm <laughs> doing. He's like, all right. All right. You fly boys crack me <laughs> up. And he grabs him, shoves him in the cockpit. He's like, "But, but I'm, but I'm not a, not a pilot." And I tell you, guy, you fly boys crack me up. And so, you know, uh, Alan, the co-pilot, wanders into the cockpit, and he's like, "Homer's like, so, uh, Alan, I'm gonna let you do most of the flying today." And it's like, you know, Alan looks at him like, "Okay." What the hell just happened? Where yeah. am I? It's like, all right, I'll get this started. And he clicks a button. He's like, oh, we're going to need that to live. <laughs> <laughs> and then Homer's like, eh. and then we flash to the outside of the plane. Homer obviously pressed the landing gear button and the wheels go up and uh, crashes. Homer crashes the plane before he even has a chance to, to take off. I mean, it's a good thing he crashed it while on the ground. Well, yeah, I'm glad Homer had, <laughs> didn't have the where you know the wherewithal to actually get the plane in, in the sky. <laughs> yeah. So that I mean, that's good. And yeah. so now we cut to the uh, uh, air, airline executive's office because yep. um, obviously they need to do a cover up. Yeah. And and the airline executive's like, you know, if word gets out about this crazy clown airlines, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, is that what was Spirit Airlines trying to think? What's a good name for uh, for an airline company? Crazy Clown, uh, Crazy Clown Airlines. Okay, right? okay, okay. Spirit outside of the Spirit plane that burst into flames a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> I flew Spirit. Yeah, it was cheap, but the flight was fine. Where we sat was fine. Yes, the one of the steward seats broke, and my one of my friends had to go to the back of the plane, but he didn't get bumped. He still got uh, to fly, but he was you know, fine. You know, aside from all these horrible things happening, it was it was fine. it was a fine. It was okay. Look, if I wanted to, if if my choice was to fly Spirit or don't go anywhere, I would fly on Spirit. Okay, I know that's not a ringing endorsement, but it's not <laughs> as bad as people make it out to be. Uh, They're just like any other airline. No, hey, look, their marketing they did pretty damn well because look, Spirit and Sprint almost sound the same, yes. and they made their planes bright fucking yellow <laughs> like Sprint. So I have to hand it to their marketing team. Yeah. That was pretty damn clever. 
I mean, I've I, probably the best airline I have flown is Alaska Air when I flew out to Seattle. That was that was a fantastic plane ride. Well, they had to make their planes good because no one really wants to go to Alaska. I mean, that's fair. That's very <laughs> they to, fair. They they had to make their airlines very cushy to get people to go to Alaska. I mean, they had plugs on their on their airplanes for me to that charge awesome. my phone. Yeah, like, no, it was that great. is that is awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to that quote that I was in. <laughs> uh, it was like. Yeah, if if the word gets out about this, Crazy Cloud Airlines will be the la- will be a laughing stock. In exchange for your silence, I'm prepared to offer your family free tickets to anywhere in the United States, excluding Alaska and Hawaii, <laughs> the freak states. <laughs> uh, it's, funny cause, it's funny because I have I have a few friends from Alaska and I have a friend from Hawaii. Nice, <laughs> and they're freaks, right? Uh, they're cool. I mean, Alaska is such a freak state that they'll actually pay you to live there. Well, the reason they pay you to live there is because of the oil companies. Yes. And no one wants to live there. Correct. Except for the crazy people. (laughs) Exactly. So back at home, Homer announces the good news. It's like, good news, everybody. I wish he would have. God, I wonder. I wonder if that's where where Farnsworth got his good news. Everyone, um, I'm pretty sure the reason uh, Graining went with uh, good news, everybody, was because he was actually bringing bad news. That was the oh, joke. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I thought as soon as I heard Homer say that, I'm like Farnsworth. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like good news, everybody. Because I endangered lives, we can fly anywhere we want. And Lisa's like, Alaska. And Bart is like, Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> of course. Nope. Nope. They, uh, that's, that's where they wanted to go. Yeah. And so uh, Marge is like, I don't think it's a good idea because we're in the busy of uh, cleaning season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, my house is all dirty all the time. I mean, it's always yeah. cleaning season around here. Yeah. And Homer's like, Mar- Marge, you deserve a break. And the chance to clean up uh, in a whole other state. Because <laughs> oh, terrible. Because you know, I mean, Marge. Well, that's what Marge does. She's a housewife everywhere she goes. Apparently. Yep. That's but you know, right. but you know, Marge. Marge doesn't want to be a wet blanket. You know, mm. and getting on a plane seems like such a hassle. I mean, depending uh, on couple, depending couple on where you're burden. flying out of. Yeah. Yeah, depending and, 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 on where you're flying out of, it can be a hassle. Yep, absolutely. And uh, you know, Homer's Homer's like, I want to shake off, shake the dust off this one horse town. I want to explore the world. I want to watch TV in a different time zone. I want to visit strange exotic malls. I'm sick of eating hoagies. <laughs> I want a grinder, a sub, a foot long hero. I want to <laughs> live, Marge. Won't you let me live? Won't you please? Why won't you let me live? <laughs> uh, I mean, aren't aren't hoagies, grinders, subs, and footlongs all the same sandwich? Shh! Don't tell people; they'll get very upset. <laughs> yes, they, basically. Okay. Yeah, basically they are. <laughs> okay. Although, although, so like, you have you, do you have Devani's up there? No. No. Okay, so that must be a Minnesota thing. Probably. So, so, so Devani's does have hoagies. Oh. And they're damn good hoagies, but I don't know if hoagies. So hoagies are heated up sandwiches. Okay, they're unlike a sub. They're on more like Italian bread that's cut straight across. That's not like a hot dog bun style okay. sandwich. Like it's cut straight across. So yeah. maybe, maybe the term hoagie means a different way the sandwich is designed. 
But in essence, yeah, they're all kind yeah. of the kind of the same thing. All right, anybody from uh, Pennsylvania or the East Coast? Because I know that that those shit... terms are like a lot out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, anybody of our East Coast listeners, if you want to drop us a line on our uh, on our uh, phone line or email us and uh, explain the difference to us, uh, what the difference of all that shit is, uh, please let us know. Yeah, that'd be great. And so the family makes it finally onto the plane. Yeah. But, you know, Marge is worried that uh, <laughs> that she forgot to clean out the lint trap in the dryer. And if someone broke into the house and started doing laundry, <laughs> they could start a fire. Because that's a valid concern. I, I mean, if someone broke into my house, I mean, they might wander into my bedroom and see all the laundry all over the floor. And they're like, man, this place really needs some laundry done. <laughs> I better help out before I rob yeah, the blind. Because that's the first thing a robber is going to do. <laughs> yep. And so now we hear crying. And obviously the, the big thing with airplanes is no one ever wants to be seated next to the baby. And Bart's like, I specifically asked not to be seated next to a baby. And we pan to the right <laughs> and there's Maggie sitting there crying. Oh, poor Maggie. That was, I mean, I don't, you know, every flight I've been on in the last, you know, well, hand, aside from COVID handful yeah. of years, honestly, I don't think I've ever heard a baby crying. Um, I can't, I can't remember ever hearing a baby cry. Now, the one thing I, mean, I did even hear, Elliot, even Elliot didn't cry when we went to, to LA, his first yeah. trip when he was like one or even younger than one. He was like baby, baby when we first yeah. took him to California. Yeah. No, no crying. And I mean, we, we didn't drug him like no. some parents will drug their kids. Now I, I, I will be honest with you. So when I took my trip out to Seattle, I'm surprised I didn't get beat up on that flight. Cause I fell asleep. Which is obviously not a problem. What the problem is, is I snore when I, yep. when I, when I'm sitting up, I woke myself up by snoring. It was that oh. loud. <laughs> and yes, there was somebody sitting next to me. Oh, they had sure headphones they... in. Oh, that's good. I, I was going to say, I'm sure they love you. <laughs> oh God. I'm surprised she didn't hit me and she would have had every right to. Yep. And so now we see Abe looking out the window. He's like, wow, we must be really high up now. Everything looks all blurry. <laughs> and, nope, yeah. Abe just has bad eyesight. Yep. He's still on the ground. Yeah. And so now we see uh, the stewardess, you know, get on the mic and says that the flight has been oversold because, you know, all flights That's what are airlines over, do. Over, over, oversold. And yeah. I don't know if we talked about this last episode. Or maybe the episode before that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just at work. I was having a conversation. But flights are I, so overbooked now. Oh, yeah. Flights are literally giving you three grand cash. Oh, yeah. To give up, to give up your seat. And funny thing is, I know it's a gamble. But I almost yes. feel like I could just buy a flight to literally anywhere. Go to the airport. Wait for them to say, yeah, we'll give you 1500 to three <laughs> grand to give up your seat. And make what I make in two weeks. <laughs> In a day. Yeah. Well, I know one of my coworkers, her, I believe it was her son had to fly somewhere and they overbooked the flight and they were offering him like, I want to say it was five figures. I think she said 10 K. Really? I don't know if that's true, but I, it was somewhere between five and 10. Now, what exactly? Like I get flights are overbooked and they want to give up their tickets and I just want to know what makes some people to be like, I mean, yeah, the money's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love 10 grand to be like, oh, I'll yeah. fly out some other time, but, yeah. or to fucking drive there. Who knows? Like I'll rent a yeah. Ferrari and drive there at that point. But yeah. I just wonder what really makes people give up their 
give up their seats because I mean, because I have no idea. Because what if you're in a city that I mean, ten grand could get you another hotel and another flight, you know, in the future. Yeah. But I, God, yeah, I just wonder what makes some people be like, call well, work. I, yeah, sorry, well, I'm stuck in Vegas another day. I'm not coming yeah. into work tomorrow. Well, it boggles my like. I understand why airlines overbook in case there's like cancellations or whatever. Yep. But at the same time, why wouldn't you just book it to capacity and then, okay, if you lose a couple people, then so be it. I, I, I honestly, I understand that, yes, they want to make it so that it makes sense to fly because, you know, that's a lot of fuel. <laughs> could but, you imagine, could you imagine Foco overselling Pops in the hopes for cancellations? <laughs> nobody's going to cancel Pops. Uh, well, to be fair, they do overmake Pops. Yeah, exactly. Yep. For But that's for like damages and stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, I suppose. But like, yeah, I get why you want to overbook a flight, but at the same time, it's like, Cause I remember, I think it was my Seattle trip that they overbooked the flight. And I think I almost had, had it cancel on me. I mean, luckily it didn't, but like I was, it was crazy. Yeah. So, uh, the stewardess is like, yeah, we're going to upgrade the first two people to the front. (laughs) We'll be upgraded to first class. Now that I have never heard on any of my flights personally of anyone being upgraded to first class because of overbooking. Uh, I have sat first class before, if you really want to call it first class, because it was spirit. Um, But I will say, uh, the only mistake about what we did sitting there first class is just bigger seats. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing special, because there's no curtain or anything. But the problem was, we had the very first row of the plane, and there's like, um, like, I guess a wall or partition in front of you. And so, like, there's not as much legroom. So if anybody's flying Spirit and you want to sit first class, get the second row. Yeah. So I got to fly first class myself um, when I did a commercial for Best Buy. Oh, Um, that's right. They they flew me first class uh, both ways out to uh, L.A. And I'll have to tell you, that was very awesome. I think the the alcohol was free, (laughs) which was really cool. Awesome seats, legroom. I mean pretty standard otherwise i don't think there were really any other necessarily perks for sitting first class i was disappointed not to see a single celebrity because i feel (laughs) like that's the people obviously businessmen and celebrities are who sit first class usually yeah um but yeah i didn't get to see a celebrity in first class which was kind of sad but we have never seen a celebrity either yeah so we get Bart and Lisa up to uh, first class. <laughs> I love how like Lisa like runs through everybody, and Bart like runs over on top everybody. of everyone. Yeah, because airplanes are that big, you can just yeah. jump above people and run. Um, and I mean, I don't know if you ever tried running up an airline. Yeah, no. those seats are like narrow. Like yeah. I don't even know how that many people were it's, crammed. It, in the... It's the body width of one person. <laughs> yeah, that's like, <laughs> and yet Bart uh, and Lisa are able to maneuver. Yep. Uh, but Lisa says, "Come on, Bart." They're going to pamper us. And Bart's like, oh, not literally, of course. <laughs> like, what did he think she meant by pamper? Like, like, I don't, I don't know. Like change diapers? diapers? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No I, one could, that, that, that confused me a little bit why he would gasp like that. But here we are. Yep. And so, you know, they, they're Bart and Lisa are sitting in first class and Bart's like, ha, huh, come for the service. But I stay for the legroom. And I love how, like, his legs aren't even dangling over the seat. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's older, so I feel like his legs probably what Elliot's legs don't. No. Uh, even at four, didn't dangle over the. Well, I mean, seat, he's really. ten. So he was ten. So when I was ten, that would have been what fourth ish grade. Yeah, I mean, you were sitting. You know, you're like four feet seat. tall, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Four four feet by ten. Yeah. That seemed, yeah. That so I feel right. like Bart's. So you're telling me Bart's feet aren't gonna dangle? Yeah. But hey, you wanted the leg room. Yeah, and uh, and and we also see Lisa uh, roasting a marshmallow in a fireplace that comes out of the front or the back of the seat in front of her. Yep, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So this next part, I don't know if it was like an animation error or or just the color of Homer's jacket, but uh. Homer's jacket was like exactly the same color as Marge's green dress. I don't know if you noticed that. It was really. Um, weird. I know he was wearing the green. Um, the green jacket. Yeah, but it was exactly the same color as Marge's jacket. Yeah, it was really. It was. Really I think weird. he's worn that jacket though before in earlier episodes. Oh, has he? Yeah, I believe he has. Oh, so now Marge is kind of having a panic attack, and Homer's like, "Marge, what's wrong? Are you hungry? Sleepy? Gassy? Gassy? <laughs> is it gas? It's gas, isn't it?" <laughs> uh, no, Homer. Uh, she didn't tell you something. Um, and Marge confesses to Homer that she's not a good flyer and she has a complete and utter meltdown. She's like, let me off. 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 And she's running up and down the plane. So I'll tell you. So, uh, a good friend of mine who took the trip with me out to California and Vegas, um, that flew spirit with me. Uh, he, he doesn't like flying. I don't think a lot of people like flying per se. Well, Chris, well, Chris even said on he, that that's the reason he hasn't been to LA. That's the reason he hasn't been to San Diego comic-con. Cause he doesn't he, like flying. He does not like flying. And so like, now I had to be the babysitter to my friend, which is fine. And like, once we were in the air, he was okay. Like it was like the taking off and the landing portion that like freaked him out the most. But like, once we were in the air, he was fine. As, as once we were on the ground, he was fine. But the takeoff and the landing, he was just like, "Oh God, I'm gonna have like he had to have a, a couple drinks while we were in the plane to stay calm." Hey, drinking on the plane is never a bad thing. No, so I mean, I understand where Marge is coming from. Like I've, you know, I know a few people who just hate flying. I particularly get a little nervous when I fly. I've only, I've only flown like a couple of times, even pre pandemic. My first flight in 2017 was my first flight since sophomore year in high school, which was 2002. Yeah. I went 15 years between flying. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I... no, that's, that's false. Um, no, we, when we went to Detroit, we flew. I yep, forgot about yeah. that. So I mean, I, mean I, I feel like aside from COVID, I w- I'm on a plane almost every year at least one time. So I've, I've taken three, three or four flights in the last 20 years. I just don't go anywhere. Uh, so, um, uh, okay. So, you know, now we see the plane take off and we pan to the ground where the Simpson family is sitting there with their luggage, which I don't think they'd be sitting on the tarmac with their luggage. Well, depend. I guess I don't know how, because weren't they on the? They were on the tarmac, weren't they? When yes. Uh, so at that point, I their don't bags are know. loaded into the plane. 
Yeah, so the bag... No, I'm not saying the bag part. I'm saying where they're standing. I think if someone has an issue, attack, or something on a plane, I don't know what the... Bring it back to they the ground, gate. They ground the plane, and they bring it back to the gate. Okay. I mean, they, unless they it, would not. They would not leave them on the tarmac. It's too dangerous. Unless it was an airport where you load on the tarmac. I guess it is Springfield, so maybe... Yeah, I can't I remember if they went through a gateway or if they even showed... I don't think they ever showed them They never day. showed that, no. Yeah. They just showed them on the plane. Yeah, but I mean, there are some... I mean, Israel's a good example. When I went to Israel, that they're tarmac boarding. Like, they don't have mm. gates. Like, it's all... You take a bus out to the plane and you board on the tarmac. Yeah, okay. So mm. that, would be the, that would be the only reason they'd be standing on the tarmac. Okay. So uh, then Homer uh, re- reassures Marge that they don't need to take the trip. Yeah, they'll just let the killer bees come to them. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did well, well, we never Where knew. were they going? Yeah. Exactly. We never <laughs> found out where they were flying to. Uh, I mean, the Midwest has some pretty good killer bees. I guess. I don't know. So now we're back at the Simpsons house and Bart's like, I feel like we forgot something. And we <laughs> cut back to the plane yeah, they forgot Grandpa Simpson, and he does the Home Alone. They screen. did the reverse Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. That was great. <laughs> oh. oh, that was fantastic. I love that. Yeah, that was really cool. And we cut back, and Homer's like, eh, I'm sure it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you just let your, your, your father on a plane by himself. We'll have a good trip. Yeah. So then we, uh, you know, Lisa asks Marge if she's any better. And Homer's like, I'm going to solve the mystery. And Homer correctly guesses Marge has a fear. (laughs) Wow. Great deduction there, Sherlock. Yep. And so Bart says that uh, there goes the days where he can at least say his mother is normal. And Marge is like, everybody's got a fear of something. And Homer's like, not everybody. Marge just goes, sock puppets. Where? Where? So now we know what Homer's afraid of. Sock yep. puppets. What are you Why afraid is Homer of? afraid of sock puppets? Because they're weird. No, they're not. They're know. cute and adorable. If you make I them guess, right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe Homer doesn't like things that your feet are, feet were and then <laughs> now they're on your hands. So do you have any fears? I would say bigger spiders. Like tarantula sized spiders are probably what freaks me out the most. See, I, I like I've always said I don't really have like like a a fear fear. Like I get nervous around things, but like mom. I don't necessarily No, I don't fear mom. I just <laughs> just get annoyed. Um now anyways. When I was a kid, yeah, I was afraid of mom, but now as an adult, eh, whatever. Um but like I don't necessarily have like a fear fear of anything. Like I get, again, I get nervous around things. Like a good example is I use like when we used to donate plasma, like, or like when I got the COVID shots, I can't watch needles going into my body, <laughs> but like, I, I never I, wanted to, like when I donated plasma, yeah, I never wanted yeah. to put a need, like watch well, them do it. Now I don't, I don't yeah. care. But like once the needle is in, like, especially giving plasma, I'll just look at it and go, huh, that's in my arm. Okay. Yeah. Like, like I got, like if there was a tarantula around me, I would probably freeze up, but like, I don't think I would like try to run away or freak out because obviously tarantula, most animals are only going to attack you if they know you're afraid. Yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, I get nervous. I like, I hate spiders, like bigger spiders. I'm not a fan, but I'm not really afraid of them. Um, so now we see, um, and now Lisa asks Marge if she's sure she doesn't want to discuss it. And, uh, and Marge is like, oh, I'm as sure as sugar. And then just gets up and walks away. And Homer's like, Lisa, the important thing is for your mother to repress what happened. Push it deep down inside her so she'll never annoy us again. (laughs) Not a good coping mechanism. Nope. But if we don't encourage her to vent her feelings, they can come out in other ways. Exactly. And Marge goes, I just realized we never had a wedding for the cat and the dog. They've been living in sin. Uh, Yeah, I don't think the cat (laughs) and the dog are banging, man. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Well, you know, Lisa's right. You know, it, I mean, yeah, if you repress feelings, bad things are probably going to bound to happen. So I would advocate for anybody. If you're you have feelings and you need to talk to somebody, please talk to somebody like don't let that shit linger. Yeah, um, there are plenty of numbers called 988, you know, stalk to somebody, anybody. Um, so now we get March has, she's cooked breakfast, Thanksgiving, Christmas desserts all overnight in a big cake. Yeah. Like I saw, I saw breakfast cause I saw a stack of pancakes. I saw a Turkey. I saw a ham, other stuff like, holy shit. That's a lot of baking, especially yep. overnight. Like that's insane. Oh yeah. Um, I actually, I have a friend whose wife used to be like that when, whenever she would talk to her mom, she would get super stressed out and she would either go on a cleaning mode or baking mode. I like, I liked baking mode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Lisa then tells Homer that, uh, there were going to be problems. Basically she told Homer, I told you so. And Marge is like, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. But obviously she isn't. And Homer assures the kids that Marge is okay. Um, and that now we get to night and Homer's in bed, he's sleeping and all of a sudden you hear some banging and Homer rolls over, Marge isn't in bed. Nope. She's on the roof, reshingling the roof at 3am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're waking up a lot of the neighborhood if you're banging at 3am. That's pretty loud. Yeah. And I was like, Marge, what are you doing? Fixing the house. It's 3am. You should be banking. <laughs> I'm like, really? 3 a.m.? Baking, not banking. Baking. Are you sure? I don't know. I was going to, I was going to, are you sure? You don't know. I I think I heard banking. I'm pretty sure I heard baking. See, I I was going to subtitle it (laughs) because I knew this would happen and I didn't. Who banks at three in the morning? I don't know. If I forget to pay a bill, I'll do it. You're asleep at 3 a.m. Well, depending on if Bob or Elliot wake me up. So uh, the family, you know, wants to talk to Marge and she's, you know, sitting in the, well, it seems like she's sitting on the couch and she's like, can't talk, keeping myself in a state of cat-like readiness. (laughs) And so, you know, Lisa uh, suggests therapy to Marge. It's like, I don't need it. Or no, Homer's like, yeah, she doesn't need it. And it's too expensive. And Homer, Homer also doesn't believe in it because it turns everyone against Homer. Yeah. And, and you, I like how you look at Marge 
Yeah. And you see that she's like off the couch. She's like, Homer's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> she has a problem. Yeah. Uh, and, and Homer also thinks, you know, um, it, I, it costs $10 an hour to get top notch therapy. Uh, I don't know how much therapy costs. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like anywhere between like 50 to like probably like a couple grand depending on the therapist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure it's, it's not cheap. That's for no. sure. And so, you know, Marge, I love this. I use this quote quite a bit, actually. So yeah. Marge calls KBBL to get their uh, psychic hotline. Yes. And uh, she's like, okay, I'm getting something. You're going to die a terrible, terrible death. <laughs> oh, wait, that was the last caller. Okay, I'm getting something. You're going to die a terrible, terrible death. <laughs> I, oh, I love that i love that so every anyone ever talks about psychics or yeah. getting a reading i'm like i use this line all the time so great and yeah. then i like how the dj's like all right does anyone have any uh song requests homer grabs the phone it's raining men because apparently <laughs> it's because it's been a long time since homer's heard it's raining men well he hasn't been back to mo's yet i know and so, uh, so to help Marge, they decide to go to the VHS. I love this gag. Village formerly, or oh, VHS, oh, VHS Village. Village. Yep. And it's uh, formerly the Beta Barn. Oh, that's fantastic! For that's those good. out there who don't know what Beta is, look it up because it was before VHS. Well, no, no, no. It's the same time as VHS. Oh, it was you're kinda, right. It was a, it was a war between Beta and VHS and VHS One. And we never had beta, did we? We only had VHS. We never, we never did beta. So mm. our parents guessed right. Yes. I guessed wrong between HD DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, you guessed very wrong on that. Man, I, I personally, I <laughs> thought, I thought every studio besides Sony yeah. at the time, every yeah. studio besides Sony at the time was going uh, HD DVD. I'm like, okay, if every studio is putting their stuff on HD DVD, why wouldn't they win? And then Disney was like, eh, I think we like Blu-ray. <laughs> and then everyone was like, fuck Disney. And then they all went to Blu-ray. Yep. See, so. that's why I just waited. I don't think I ever bought a DVD for HD TV. I just waited. I just bought everything regularly. And yeah. then, then they're like, oh, Blu-ray wins. I'm like, okay, well, now if I get a Blu-ray player. Yep. And then uh, Homer, you know, Homer's, well, here, fun fact. So Microsoft yeah. and their Xboxes put HD DVD players in them. Uh, Sony, PlayStation put Blu-rays Blu in it because it was Sony. It was a Sony made product. Yeah. And so I'm like, fuck, Microsoft put it in. They're going to, I, I, I was, obviously <laughs> I was a PlayStation fan. I was never yeah. an Xbox fan. And that, that kind of made me upset. I'm like, oh, I don't really want an Xbox. Yeah. But I mean, God, it's so hard to think that all those Xbox gamers that got HD DVD <laughs> uh, players are were completely screwed. And then and then they released like combo. Microsoft eventually released a combo player yeah. to make the Microsoft people happy and the Blu-ray people happy. Yeah. So fun facts about gaming systems. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so Homer said, told Marge that he read Dear Abby, and yep. he she says watching movies about airplanes will help get over her fears. Which, it's, you know, honestly is good advice because if you're trying to get over your fear, now granted what Homer did is not the yeah. right way to do it, but like you start with small steps. 
you know, what's, wasn't it? Ah, oh, God, there was a show. I can't remember if it was that 70s show or, yeah, I think it was that 70s show where Eric was afraid of a baseball. And so, uh, like, they're like, they showed him a picture of the baseball uh, and then they showed him the baseball and then they let him touch the baseball. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. And that's that what you do way. with fears. If you want to get over a fear, start really, really small and, and work yeah, your way up. That's a good way to do it. And yeah. so Homer selects some movies from art, Hero, Fearless, and Alive. And they all have you know, planes on their covers, and all the movies are about planes crashing. Yeah. Had, she, had Homer selected the, just the movie Airplane, March <laughs> might, be the, might be okay with flying. Yeah. Um, I, I, dude, that would have been a great fourth pick. That would have been. Mo- three movies about airplanes crashing, yeah. and then that one. That would have good. That was, I think, that was a missed opportunity. I think that, that was been definitely a, really, a missed opportunity. I think that would have fit in very well. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we see Marge at home watching alive, <laughs> oh, and, and now uh, we're all alive. Paste me another another leg of uh, the the co-pilot. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was great. And the Springfield. So now they go to. Uh, uh, the Springfield Psychiatric Center, because obviously the videos weren't helping, obviously. and their tagline, because there may not be bugs <laughs> on you. And I can't. I was thinking to myself, like, that yeah. was a big thing we did at Boy Scout camp, wasn't it? There may, may not be bugs on you guys. What was that whole thing? I don't even remember that bit. What are you talking about? You never did that at school where like the tables used to shout at all the other tables about something not being on you guys, but there may be bugs on us. You don't remember that? What? You don't remember that? What? <laughs> That's weird. I, I I don't know. I I didn't. Well, what I, are you? You understand? They're talking about s- s- schizophrenia, right? No, I know, but this was a whole thing at camp. I'm telling you. I'll find it. I'll find it and let you know. Are you anyway. sure? Are you sure? Yes. I don't. I, no. No, I'm telling you, there absolutely was. I don't know why we ever did it, but, but we shouted at all of the tables and like, stuff. Like, I remember shouting at each other, but nothing about bugs. I don't remember what we shouted at other table, but it didn't have anything to do with bugs. I don't, I honestly... I don't know. I, okay, let's all continue. Right, let's, yeah, let's continue. So... So Homer tells uh, Lisa in the waiting room that the therapist is going to essentially break up the family <laughs> because you now, you know, yeah. th- and then she'll have to go pick beans with grandma. And it's like, and Lisa's like, I like picking beans with grandma. Okay. <laughs> then you will. Good for you. <laughs> Fine. I will. But I, I was kind of wondering, I'm like, which grandma are they talking about? We Homer's mom is in the wind yeah, and we haven't even heard of her yet. No. Nope. And Marge's mom is in an old folks home. I mean, I think you can have like a bean plant. I think you could just have like a plant and a pot I think, for beans. But, but Homer made it seem like his, a grandma lives on a farm somewhere and she's going to have to go to the farm and pick beans with grandma. Maybe they take the old folks to a <laughs> farm to pick beans and Lisa goes with. I mean, the only thing I could think of is they were alluding to Homer's mom. Maybe? It's the only thing I could think of because Marge's mom's an old folks home. I, I don't think it would be them. Yeah, but I we don't know where Homer's mom is. Which is why I'm thinking we're, that that quote was more leading towards Homer's mom. Because she hasn't been introduced yet. So you know why I mean? would he say that, though? 
He, he thinks she's dead. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't know. Weird, weird, weird. Maybe, 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 uh, again, I'm going to go with uh, Marge's mom and the old folks go to a bean farm to pick beans as an activity and Lisa goes with. Yeah, but Homer's saying that the family would be broken up and that Lisa would have to go live with grandma <laughs> picking beans. No, no, no. He just said you'd have to go pick beans with grandma. He never said anything about living with her. I don't know. It seems weird. Seems weird. It was a weird line. Okay, so Principal, so he sees Principal Skinner at the psychiatrics office, and uh, Bart goes over to him. Yeah, I knew I'd break you. And then I like how he holds up a magazine in front of his face, uh, Principal's World, and it's Principal Skinner this <laughs> month, I guess, on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> or that's or Principal Skinner was on the cover of uh, Prince, Principal's World, and that's the only copy he ha- reads. Because he yeah, doesn't maybe. care about he doesn't care about any other principal but himself. Well, I'm assuming it's not his. I'm assuming it's the doctor's office. Maybe. I don't know. Principal Skinner wanted to bring something to read at the at the doctor's office. But maybe not. I don't know. Why would why would a doctor's office subscribe to Principal's World? Dude, what did they I mean, they aren't dentists and doctor subscribe to weird magazines, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought it was usually ESPN and Sports Illustrated and Homes and Gardens and yeah, Homes and Gardens. That's weird. I don't know. There's a lot of women that you know go to the doctor's office. Anyway, so um, and so uh, you know, Bart believes that it's, he's there for his because it's him. Yeah. And Skinner's like, I'm just here because of my mother. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's about time he's gotten help for his mother. Yeah, I feel I feel like that'd be more of a group counseling thing though. <laughs> and like I feel like Skinner's mom should be there if they're gonna no. be doing that. No, you can get therapy without your mother. No, but but the problem is with the mother, so you'd think that they'd want to come to the root of their their cohabiting issues together. It's never Maybe. said that Skinner has an issue with his mom. He just has emotional <laughs> issues he needs to work out with his mom not there. Maybe. All right. So uh, plus he was also in the army, so there's probably a little PTSD as well. Yeah, I'm sure. And so now they get called into uh, Dr. Zweig's office. Well, before that, Homer, you know, tells Bart to leave Skinner alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then and Homer starts making faces at Skinner. Yep. That's so weird. Oh, Homer. And so, yep. So now they're in uh, Dr. Zweig's office and yep. they're meeting with a doctor who is voiced by Anne Bancroft, who is the wife of Mel Brooks. I did, yep. I didn't know that. I yep. knew he was married. I didn't know he was married too. Yep, that's his. Was his wife? She passed away. Yep, and Mel Brooks is ninety pretty old too. Yeah, <laughs> um, and so I love Homer. He's like, so Homer's like, all right, how much do you charge? Well, if money's a problem, we charge on a sliding scale. I can go as thir- as low as thirty dollars an hour. Keep sliding. <laughs> thirty dollars <laughs> an hour, honestly, isn't that bad? No. I, well, nowadays, anyways. Yeah, and so, um, you know, Marge apologizes to Homer, and then, you know. No, she apologizes for Homer. Yeah. tells the doctor that, you know, he just thinks he'll blame everything on her. And then I like how she writes on the notepad, uh, uh, (laughs) husband. And Homer's also like, well, tell me your qualifications. And then he's like, (laughs) and then you should see the giant wall of all the doctorates that she has. And he's like, bah, 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 bah. (laughs) I don't want to, Rod, we're not here for a reading lesson, lady. 
yeah. Homer, you know, Homer is afraid. Well, Homer's just afraid he'll lose March, but that's not why March is there. Yeah, that's not the purpose of the visit. And Homer should understand that it, he didn't cause her to be afraid of flying. Exactly. Yep. Um, so now we get uh, Marge uh, meeting Dr. Zweig and Homer tries to spy on them uh, by pretending to be the window washer. And Marge is like, what is that? Oh, it's just the window washer. He always comes in every day at noon. And Marge is like, it's a couple seconds before noon. And then it hits noon and the real window washer like, I don't know what he did, but he like slides down and just hits Homer and Homer like basically falls to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Um, and so now we uh, cut to Marge leaving her session and Homer tells Marge ever since she started to see a therapist, she only wants to talk about herself. And Homer is like, he wants to know about him. Um, and Marge is like, that was literally my first session. She's like, I haven't even talked. Yeah. Oh my God. Homer. It's not how therapy works. And so now we, uh, now we cut to another session and the therapist asked Marge what the first bad day was. And I think she meant flying, but then we get a flashback of Marge telling her about her first day of school and Selma and Patty tried to scare her by wrong, by wrongly telling her what a fire drill is. It's a drill. They stick in you with fire. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's uh, what a fire drill is. You didn't no. know that? No. Your principal at, when you were at school didn't explain that to you? We're going to do a fire drill today. <laughs> and we're going to come around to all our classrooms and drill flaming drills <laughs> through your head. Oh, God. Um, and then uh, and then we, we see Marge sitting on the school bus next to another girl that tells her that the monkeys don't write their own songs because Marge has a monkey's uh, lunchbox and they don't play their own instruments, which... That's actually like the joke. The joke is because they used to do a show and by the second season they wrote and played everything. Oh, okay. like, they, they did all that. But there was a there was a story going around where they didn't. But that's not true. Well, they were the they were trained. The, yeah, they were trained monkeys. Yes. OK, cool. Uh, <laughs> so so I don't know if he's still touring or not, but a few wizard worlds that uh, we volunteered at. One yeah. of the guys from the monkeys was actually. Oh. Some of the autographing guests there. And one of them, they had two of the four there. Weird. Yeah. Oh, all right. And so now we get uh, to the family watching TV. And uh, Homer is like, did you talk about me in therapy today? I don't think so. And then Homer starts yelling, tell me the truth. Oh, don't tell her I raised my voice. Don't. Uh, uh. Uh, happy family, happy family, as he pats the kids' heads. It's <laughs> uh, good. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, Homer. So now we get Marge in another session telling the doctor about a reoccurring dream that she has. And it's uh, her in Lost in Space, where she is Mrs. Robinson. Homer is Dr. Smith and Lisa is the robot. And they do this whole scene and... Uh, they leave her in the dream and Homer speaks in like a hoity toity voice. I've never seen lost in space. So I don't know if that's how Dr. Smith. Talks. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty much it. Okay. And so I love how like Lisa has the robot danger, danger. My arms are flailing wildly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I love and the that. therapist points out to Marge. Um, 
that uh oh and then at the end of the dream she's like as the spaceship is going off a uh, little uh marge in the dream is like daddy don't leave me don't leave me daddy and the therapist points out to marge that she said this and she also pointed out that she probably infringed on many copyrights <laughs> yeah oh god <laughs> and so uh and she's like now let's talk about your father sure okay i'll talk about father father christmas that's what they call santa claus in england they drive on the wrong side of the road there. Now that's crazy. People are always saying how small England is, but you couldn't fit it all in here. Not by a long shot. You know what? I'm cured. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets up and the doctor's like, Marge, get back here. Tell me about your father. What did he do for a living? And uh, so Marge tells the doctor that her dad was a pilot. Yep, which, that's what she thought. Yeah, That's what she thought. And so, um, and the therapist is like, uh, by the way, your last check bounce. And so March starts to go yeah. into another, uh, into another She's like, memory. Oh crap. Our check bounce. I better get, I better get this <laughs> off my chest now before she just stops the whole session. Yeah. And, uh, so in, in the next flashback, we see, uh, Marge saying goodbye to her father and her father gets onto a plane and little Marge wants to see her daddy fly. And her mom's like, no, come back here. But like Marge gets onto the plane and, you know, she's yelling for her dad and we see a man turn around who happens to be her father as a steward, yep. not a pilot. And Marge finally confesses, my father was a stewardess. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's the root of her issues. And the therapist, so the therapist reassures Marge. There's no shame in her father being a steward, which there's not, you know, people got to serve other people drinks and meals on planes. Yep. And, um, and the doctor said she should even think of him as a pioneer because there are now many male stewards. So yeah, yeah I guess way, way back in the day, it used to only be women, right? Yeah. I mean, you watch shows like Mad Men and, uh. Uh, where was Pan the other Am, one? Right? Pan Am. Yeah, I mean, steward stewardesses were pretty. Much, I would say ninety five percent all women. Yeah, I mean, that was just their role back then. You know, yeah. women women are live to serve, and uh, but now there's a lot of male stewards on on oh, flights, yeah, seen, and yeah. So I mean, anyone yeah. could do it. Plus, dude, as a guy, if I couldn't become a pilot and I still wanted to fly all over the world, sure, I'll serve a few drinks here and there. Yeah, it's really not as glamorous as you think it is. No. No. I've read so many stories. This <laughs> is not like... I mean, don't get me wrong. I think these people really like their job. But to think you're going to like do a lot of traveling and everything, it, that's not the reality. Oh, that's stupid. Sorry but to I, burst your bubble. Okay, I didn't wasn't planning on becoming a flight attendant anyway. <laughs> no. but, so now but, we get some more here, flash. Yep. But, yeah, we get but, more but, flashbacks. Yeah, but what I was going to say is, is before you get to the flashbacks, you're learning your father's a steward. I wouldn't say as a, how would that make you afraid of flying? Like not getting yeah. on a plane. Well, like, let me get to the flashbacks. No, but that's what I'm saying. These flashbacks make it seem like it's more like, this is why you'd be afraid of flying. I don't know. Maybe it was true. I mean, who knows? Maybe it was traumatic to see male flight attendants back in the day i don't know let me get to the flashbacks yeah and so now we get more flashbacks and marge you know we see her as a baby 
And I'm assuming it was her grandmother yep. uh, was trying to feed her and doing the, here comes the airplane, open wide. But her grandmother kept hitting her in the forehead with the spoon. She kept yep. missing Marge's mouth. Yeah, hitting her everywhere, yeah. Yep. And then we get uh, Marge is now a, a, a kid, and she's in a toy airplane, like, walking around. And the toy airplane bursts into flames. Yeah, see, that would make you more fearful of flying if your airplane on the ground exploded. Yeah, and then finally, we get a flashback where uh, Marge and her mother are standing in a cornfield, and a biplane starts shooting at them. And that is a parody of Alfred Hitchcock's film, North by Northwest. I like how Marge's mom's like, and this is what a cornfield looks like. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, after describing all that and I think Marge is like, yeah, I, I think, thank you for uh, telling me that I, I, I'm cured now. And uh, Marge is like, oh, well, thank you, doctor. You changed my life. You know, you know, and doctor's like, you know, Marge, we still really just begun to scratch the surface. There's still the far more serious problem of your husband that Homer rushes into the room to get Marge out of there. And Homer's like, that's okay. You don't have to make her do some kind of superwoman and uh, drags her out of the room. And then before she leaves, Marge's like, thank you, doctor. Uh, Every time I uh, hear the wind blow, I'll think, think the words Lowenstein, Lowenstein. Uh, My last name is Swag. Lowenstein. <laughs> really, Marge? You couldn't even remember the name of your therapist, huh? I think that's supposed to be a parody of something, but I don't oh, know. Oh, is what. it? Okay. Yeah. And so, and so the uh, the Simpson family, you know, finally get on the airplane to take their trip. Which still, we have yeah. no idea where they're going. Yep. I'm surprised the airline even gave them a second shot. Hey, they're like, you had your shot, man. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, maybe the airline give them give them a second shot. Who knows? Yeah. Um. And, you know, Homer, you know, is trying to help Marge through the thing. He's like, that. that's the, um, uh, what did he say? The engine's starting, and the, now we're taxiing down the runway. And then you hear a splash, like, that's just water pooling around your ankle. <laughs> or that, that's just a carp swimming around your ankle. And then yeah. you hear Marge's, mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, so we forgot to kind of mention this on the first flight, but yes. Uh, Marge flew to Washington, D.C. for Mr. Lisa Goes Washington. Somebody on the internet tried to say, oh, this episode or Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington happened after this episode. No, bullshit. Mr. Yeah. Lisa Goes to Washington was in season two. two. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was like, oh, Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington was like set way after this. No, they just... They just they screwed just up for, their con- they, continuity. They, yeah, they completely. F- now, look, they were driving literally everywhere. They drove yes. to, to Itchy and Scratchy Land. They drove to Well, no, Capital here's the City. thing. They did fly on a helicopter to get to Itchy and Scratchy Land. That's different than a plane, Robert. You could. Fear of <laughs> flying is fear of flying. <laughs> You're right. She did fly on it during Itchy and Scratchy Land. So it's twice now. Yeah. Unbelievable Simpsons writers. Know your own thing. Come on. <laughs> I have a feeling. I kind of have the sneaking suspicion that the people who wrote this episode did not were not privy to those other episodes. 
Yeah, so looking at the at, at our notes here, the writer was David Sachs, which I have not seen him credited as a writer on any other Simpson episodes. Okay. And then directed by Mark Kirkland, which I think he's directed a few episodes and has been in the writing room okay. a couple times. So, I don't know. Maybe I, You're right. They're like, hey, this sounds like a great episode. And just completely <laughs> forgot about season two. Yeah. Well, there's or, also there's also the theory after the April Fool's Day episode where uh, Homer was in a coma is that he never came out of a coma. So all this is just random dreams yeah. or happening in his brain. Exactly. So, yeah, could be. All right. We'll we'll keep that theory out out out, out yeah. in the forefront. I, so, I I enjoy this episode. I love when it comes on, but you know it's not. I don't. To me, this isn't a top tier episode. Like our next week's episode because that that episode's fantastic um but it's really good it's very you know it's it definitely doesn't lose its steam over time it's still relevant to today i think if you watch this episode today it still holds up yep and so that's a nice factor if it comes on i'll watch it um it's not a whole lot of quotes um I don't know. It was it was a good episode. I'll give it a four. Mm, sprinkles had some good jokes. Had you know had some laughs. It was yeah. an a a a through storyline. No other random shenanigans happening. Yeah, it was a good episode. No, I I'm I'm with you. I I don't think it it hits that five mark for me. Fantastic, otherwise fantastic episode. Yeah. I'm glad that you know the beginning of the episode blended in very well with the back half of the episode. Yeah. Didn't take too long to get started. Um, I mean, most, some people do have a fear of flying and that right. was a really good way to, you know, introduce it to, in, into the world and the therapy stuff, little bit, meh, but yeah, they, you know, I feel like they rushed the therapy stuff. They, they did. They kind of rushed it through. Now we all know, obviously from the, uh, from Homer walking through Springfield that Frazier exists in the, yeah. in the, they could have, <laughs> they could have had a call in. They could have got, they could have got uh, Kelsey Grammer involved. Starting instead of that would have been great instead of Homer or Marge calling the psychic hotline, mm-hmm. calling into mm-hmm. Frazier would have been awesome. That would have been a good pull. That would have been a great pull because they had already established Frazier was in the Simpsons world. Yeah. Just because of that, that would have been great. I would have loved yeah. that. But overall, overall, I like the episode. I, I, yeah, it's like a hotline. You'll die a terrible, terrible death. <laughs> I, I like that line. That is a fantastic line. And the reverse home alone, the grandpa reverse home alone. Yeah. For I also did enjoy guy incognito. Yes. Guy incognito was fantastic. Yep. So, uh, let's finish it off with our character profile. This week we got, uh, Dr. Zweig or Weg. I don't know if the Z is no, silent or not. No, no, it's Zweig. Zweig. Yeah. Um, and once again, voiced by Anne Bancroft. Um, her occupation, soothing Springfield psychiatrist. Yeah, she has a psychoanalyst. Psychiatrist? No. Oh, in the book. Psychoanalyst. Sure. Well, she is a psychiatrist. Um, she exposes the roots of people's fears. So that must be one of her uh, diplomas on the wall. Like she specializes yeah. in fears. Yeah. Um, relieves cases of high anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, proud of her wall full of qualifications. I mean, bah, 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 bah. we're not here for a reading <laughs> lesson. Um, her quirks believes the monkeys were about rebellion, 
as well as social and political upheaval. Knows Mur- uh, and then knows Murray the window washer's work schedule. Well, hey, I mean, she, it, it, she comes out of every window day. every day. Yeah, but yeah, she. she I love how Mar- Marge smiled after she said that too. Yeah, about the monkeys. Marge's yeah. like, I love this doctor. This is great. Yeah. Uh, her school of thought: the husband is to blame. Yeah, uh, yeah. And her pet peeve: when her <laughs> patient's check bounces, <laughs> and, and continues to talk. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, hey, therapy isn't free, lady. No, no, it is not. All right, guys. So you can find us on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. You can find our podcast, uh, obviously, on the podcast source you're listening to right now. But if you want to change the pace, you can listen to us on YouTube. Just search The Simpsons Did It Podcast and you'll find all of our backlog episodes on there. Uh, Feel free to send us an email, thesimpsonsdidipod at gmail.com. Or if email isn't your speed and you have your cell phone on you, feel free to give us a call um, at 612-584-0986. Listen to our voicemail message and leave us a very thoughtful voicemail. You can donate to our podcast, The Simpsons Did It. uh, I'm sorry, buymeacoffee.com backslash The Simpsons Did It. And you can donate us a duff or two. And all your proceeds will go towards giving you stickers and hopefully some other things in the future. So thank you all for all your donations. Um, and, uh, yeah. All right. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky and I'm Robert Skolansky and this has been the Simpsons did it. Shh.